Back to another episode of Sketchy Eats. My name is Andre. I am Bernard. And we're a comedy food podcast available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we go around eating at different restaurants that you might drive by and think, I don't really want to try that, but I don't really want to die. Uh, what? And- <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> sometimes uh, we don't do that. You know, some, sometimes it's. Uh, you know, sometimes you know you 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 just you you find someone who makes their own food and it's fucking great, and that's what we're doing today. Uh, we have uh, the 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 meat plug on. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as Adam. Yeah, Adam, aka the the meat plug. Andre, before we get into the episode, I have to dedicate this episode to my friend Adriana. She also has requested that you light roast her on the show. Oh, okay. So if you want to just go ahead and roast her a little bit. You're going to have to pull some photos up of, of her real quick for me. Okay. Um, you know I'm not on Facebook no more. You ain't on Facebook no more? No, I deactivated my Facebook. Why? Because I was just tired of it. Man, you don't get to see my sweet memes. I still yeah. had them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am also a meme plug. Yeah. So. <laughs> a meme plug. plug and the meme plug. All right, here you go. You can go ahead and scroll those photos and roast her if you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah here, let's see. Let's, Damn, let's... I can't believe you're not on Facebook. I didn't even notice you were gone. That's no. sad. I know. Who's going who's gonna to flirt with me? Yeah. Damn, okay, she does cosplay really well, though, so it's hard to roast her. <laughs> she wanted to be roasted. I, hmm. So I don't know what to tell you, dude. I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, she really likes Twilight. Mm, that was a big thing for her in high school. That's a roast in and of itself, is enjoying <laughs> I was those say, piece of shit fucking yeah, movies. Yeah, you, you just kind of roasted her, Bernard, yeah. I feel like. Unless she likes the books more. I don't know. I don't know I, how to read. She was, so. she was like super heavy into all of it. Oh. Like books. She had the shirts. She looks like she Naruto ran to the lunchroom every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, so so today uh, we didn't eat in a restaurant or anything like that. Um, we got kind of fancy last week, you know, going out to Fenton. Mm-hmm. So we thought, well, let's change this up a little bit. Let's go to go to my man's house and just get some food. And we had the full spread today. So Adam, I'm gonna have you take over and and talk a little bit about you know yourself, what you do, and what you made for us, and, and we'll go from there. Uh, all right, I'll kind of start out with like what I made for you guys. So I started out with I did a chuck roast with uh my own rub everything i actually made my own rub i rubbed myself today i um been there before yeah <laughs> you keep making me that food i'll rub you oh well, okay jeez. Oh, yeah. um so i make all my own rubs i made a chuck roast i did pork belly burnt ends for those of you who don't know pork belly is actually the basis for bacon so it's really fucking hard to go wrong with anything like that. Wow, I look fat as shit in those photos. <laughs> wow, I need to stop making so much barbecue, apparently. Um, so, uh, pork belly burnt ends, I smoked some chicken wings. I also did what I call wolf turds, and that is a like a jalapeno with cream cheese in it that I put like my pork rub in. And then I put like chuck roast that I had left over in there and some shredded cheese, stuff that in the jalapeno. Then I encase it in breakfast sausage, wrap it in bacon, and then I hit it with barbecue sauce mm. like near the end. And uh, yeah, it's for, for when I'm feeling like a real piece of shit yeah. about myself, <laughs> bad piece of shit about myself. I make those. So, yeah. 
Tell us about the barbecue sauce, because you not only you had the stuff that was just on the table, but then you had a few that were like, uh, like you you had stuff that you obviously had put in there, right? So I'm curious about like what that was. What uh, but uh, like the oh, in the burnt ends. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is I cube up the pork belly and about one inch by one inch, give or take, and then um. I give those a smoke bath by themselves for about two hours, three hours. It kind of really depends on how they're looking. Mm-hmm. As everything with barbecue, at least in my the way I do it, is like really situational. Yeah. Like I'll open the lid, you know, and I'll say, you know, that's when I decide to make a call. Like I need to do this, I need to do that. So I gave them. They were starting to get a little jerkified looking, so that's when I threw them. I throw them in a pan, like a, one of those throwaway foil pans, and uh. I put some apple juice in there, some agave syrup, like a stick of butter, brown sugar, more pork rub. And then I let those sit in there for a couple hours until like, I mean, I usually do a little like taste test, like just to see how tender they are. And like mm-hmm. once they're, they've hit the point where like, if you didn't have teeth, you could gum them. That's <laughs> when I know like they're ready to get hit with barbecue sauce. So then mm-hmm. I'll transfer them to another pan, throw barbecue sauce in there, like just fucking drown them. Yeah. And, uh. Then I put them back on the smoker unwrapped. That way the sauce can kind of thicken up and caramelize and become the meat candy that you had today. I was going to say, that shit was straight up candy. Dude, like, that was beautiful. I yeah. was like eating the fat. Oh. I'm like, this is so unhealthy, but no. so fucking good. I'm, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm not a fat you. fan on meat, but like that shit like melted. Oh, It melted like a good caramel. Like it was... Uh, chef's kiss thank you dude thank you that shit that's always a hit when i may get yeah i remember I, eating the f- taking the first bite of that i'm like oh my god i'm gay for adam i didn't i didn't know <laughs> wow, that. i really did it yeah yeah, oh, like, wow, dude, yeah. i can, yeah. can yeah, pretty much all... stop barbecuing now so <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude that um that spice rub mix you have for it, it's your own custom uh-huh. rub right yeah i uh kind of just started playing around with rubs pretty much right when i started mm-hmm. um and I kind of developed it from there, and it's been my go-to for well, a couple months now at least. Mm-hmm. So, how, how did you? How did the process go for like finding, uh, you know, a particular flavor palette that you like for rubs and sauce? Because I know you you talked about how like you you really developed it really more for your own palette and stuff like that. So, how does that kind of work for you? Kind of just trial and error, and I kind of you know after eating so much barbecue over the years. You kind of learn what you like, and I kind of also went off like commercial rubs too. Like, well, I really like this one, but can I make it myself and give it mm. this flavor, that flavor that I would rather in it? Should I kick up the heat? Should I make it a little sweeter? You know, and the basis of your rub also really helps on how your bark turns out. You know, mm. the exterior, the crusty exterior that you get on like good ribs or you know good brisket or whatever. So it's kind of all all depending and varying on what i'm going for that if that makes, makes sense. sense yeah yeah so you, you do different things than for different different meats because i think you said you had a chicken one and a beef one yes hmm. yeah the chicken one actually i kind of just made on accident one day hmm. i was gonna do some chicken wings and i was like i don't really have like anything i can just throw on this and so i just put a little bit of this and a little bit of that and i tried it and i was like holy fuck like this is i really like this and like i was cooking for the wings for a bunch of people that day and everyone was like dude these are the best wings you've ever made and i was mm. like well looks like that's the rub yeah. so gonna stick with that then. Yeah, yeah pretty much so 
Now, when it comes to, because like we've done a lot of uh, barbecue on the show, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think even you, you might have saw when we were driving home, there's like a little place on Door Highway where they got like a truck set up and a couple like grills and smokers. Yeah, I did notice that guy. Yeah, we've we've been there, you know, we've been to okay. like other barbecue places on Door Highway. We've been a lot. And, you know, it, it, it takes a, a fair amount to be like up there for us. And sure. this is definitely one of the experiences that was like, holy shit, this is up there. Well, thank you. Uh, But. For you, because you're so drenched in, in, in barbecue stuff, you know, how, how do you kind of like, like when you go to a place that does like smoked foods and barbecue, how do you measure up to, the, or how do you think, like, how do you, how do you, how do you experience that? You know, that is a great question because, okay, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, and this is a good tidbit for anyone else who might be interested in barbecuing. It will fucking ruin you. Mm. It will absolutely mm. ruin you. You got like, I've. Actually, I used to hang out at a barbecue place quite a bit, and I was like, man, the food's so good, blah, 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 and then mm-hmm. I started barbecuing, and I didn't go there for a while, um, just because, you know, coronavirus and stuff like that, everything was shut down. I went shut back, coronavirus. and uh, I can't eat the food there anymore, because yeah. I went back, and I, like, I, I don't do this, like... But I sent the food back. I was mm. I got brisket and I sent it back. I was like, this is like fucking shoe leather. Yeah. Like this, it <laughs> just wasn't good anymore. And like, cause now I know what real barbecue maybe should be. Maybe, you know. Yeah. You, in my uh, at least in my opinion, I've just crafted it to like what I like so much that now it's it's hard. I've had a few good places, but like mm. uh, your run-of-the-mill barbecue place is kind of ruined for me now. That makes sense. I mean, you 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 know, you you get so into trying new things on your own. You learn the process that, like, when you really understand it fundamentally, mm-hmm. it's like if this is bad, then you know it. You know. Yeah. One thing he and I talked about with your brisket is that it was cold, like room temperature, and we're like, man, this is still tender. Because like you can have hot brisket that's like boot leather. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. like your stuff, like was was still tender. It was still moist. It was just, it was, it was good. I, I don't know. I, I got nothing bad to say. About they, they, I yeah. actually really appreciate that. And you know, if there is anything bad to say, please say it because I need all the honest feedback I can get just to you know craft craft it to be the best it can be. Right. The sandwiches were pretty surprising. Like, damn, these are really good. Mm-hmm. I like them. Like the the garlicky horseradish sauce. I'm not normally a horseradish sauce kind of guy. Okay. But the garlic horseradish sauce really made it for me. Now you made that yourself, right? Yeah, that actually, I kind of made that. So we were shopping one day and my girlfriend actually bought this, like, I think it's like Middle Eastern origin. Hmm. It's like whipped garlic or whatever. Okay. And uh, just like a jar. uh, Tomb? Yeah, I think that's what it's called, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so we were like, we got home, we were like, oh looks good we were just trying it on crackers and i was eating it and i would just for some reason i was like man like in my head for some reason i was like i should be feeling this in the back of my nose like horseradish for some reason that just kept ringing in my head and so then i was like well what if what if i like made a sauce because i love horseradish with my beef and everything like that right and uh i kind of just ended up whipping it up one day kind of it's just some of that whipped garlic and then like a prepared horseradish sauce and you know some hot sauce and it pepper onion powder and i was like wow this is this is this is this is it dude <laughs> well don't give away all your secrets well, you know? yeah but okay yeah. <laughs> gosh yeah we got a lot of enemies that listen to the show yeah. i.e. street taco well i guess here's the, <laughs> here's the thing is like you know anyone can do it but it's hard to do it 
right, if that yeah. makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like in that aspect of you saying, there's so many barbecue joints out there, but like, you know, how many do you go to where it's actually good food? Yeah. You know Some of I it's mean? just barbecue for the sake of being barbecue. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like they put it on a grill and they put barbecue sauce on it and that's it. You know, yeah. there's not a, there's not art behind it, but it can, but like, you know, when you eat even like like the chuck roast or the pork belly or like uh well the wolf turds uh <laughs> like you can really tell that there is a lot of like time and energy and like care put into it you know and that's a that's a big deal i think it's really great well thank you so um, my thing is like there are two types of people who make barbecue meat there are people who grill and then there are people who barbecue people who grill just throw it on the grill throw barbecue sauce on like andre said mm-hmm. but people who barbecue actually take their time yeah, they perfect the flavor. They put effort into it. They actually care about what they're serving because mm-hmm. sure. they're just not feeding themselves. Type situation. Sure, sure. Yeah, I get that. And I mean, most. I mean, nine times out of ten, I am feeding myself. But I mean, I want it to be fucking good. So <laughs> like, you know. And then that's the thing is like, you know, you spend all day making something like you don't want it to be shitty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to make something, you know, I spent eight hours doing this or 10 hours doing this, or I don't know, 16 hours doing this. Like I don't want it to be shit when mm-hmm. I take it off the grill or the smoker or whatever I'm, you know, whatever I'm cooking on. So, right. Right. I'd be mad. Like you spend like eight hours, you know, doing ribs or whatever the fuck. And it, and it just turns out like fucking garbage. I mean, it's, you know, it's happened cause it's all trial and error. Yeah. So that actually leads me to my next question. You know, how much uh, trial and error did you kind of co- get into when you first started doing this? Um, so I guess that's one thing that kind of enticed me by this is it was one of those things where I was just kind of good at it right off the bat. But like I put a lot of time and research into it before I even like attempted my first rack of ribs. Mm. Um, it was, you know, I spent, I don't know probably three or four days like just watching videos and reading stuff because i wanted to do it right yeah you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. uh i don't want to fuck around with it yeah because i remember i had a buddy come over to try the ribs and like i took them off or whatever and he tried them he was like adam these might be the best ribs i've ever had and i was like it's like you're bullshitting me dude yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying no he's like no i'm being dead serious and it just kind of like clicked in my head at that point and i have had some things or it's more so unlike the days where i'm feeling kind of lazy and i'm not really as attentive as I should be, you know, I'm not checking it every hour. I'm not spritzing every hour. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, being attentive, you know, and then like with that comes like temperature spikes or, you yeah. know, shit drops too low and then it throws off whatever. And, you know, I've had like a Chuck Rose come out like boot leather. Cause I didn't go out there and check the temperature for like four hours. Then I went out there and it was at like 400 degrees. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well this, this isn't, this, this is isn't even going to turn out. Yeah. 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 What, uh, what kind of like, cause so you had two uh, barbecue sauces on the table for mm-hmm. us that was uh, cherry and a root beer, and they're both Fago based. Yes. Which is awesome. I love that. Um, the root beer was mind blowingly good. I love the cherry too, but the root beer was like, I don't, I don't think I've ever had anything like that before. Dude, the root beer was my absolute favorite. I want to put that on fucking everything. I mean, yeah. I can make you guys some. Dude, yeah, that, yeah, that, that root, shit hit. Yeah, that like, root beer. I was feeling the fuck out of that. Awesome. Yeah. Now, the root beer you used was Fago root beer. Mm-hmm. I haven't had Fago root beer in years, so I don't remember what it tastes like. But I don't know what you did. But like at that very end, you you get a taste of vanilla, like like mm. a good vanilla taste. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I was really happy with how that batch turned out. And uh, next time I make the rock and rye kind, I'll have to have you boys try it. Because that, that shit, that make us say, oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking good, man. Shout out to Master P. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to dick pills. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite meat to smoke? Probably chuck roast. Mm-hmm. Just because it's easy. Well, I can't say that because... Like I was telling you guys earlier, I really love to cook ribs, but since like it was the first thing I smoked, and I knew I was good at it, so I kind of beat it, beat that to death. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I have a ball cooking ribs, but like when it comes time to eat them, now I'm just kind of like, I don't yeah. even know where I mm-hmm. really want this. You yeah. get super used to it, you know. Yeah. So now, when you um make all these fancy like awesome meats, do, what kind of sides do you normally have with them? Uh, I guess it really depends. Usually I kind of let my girlfriend handle the sides. It's kind of whatever she's feeling. We do a lot of like broccoli and Brussels sprouts, mashed I potatoes. Um, I'm a big fan of like pasta salad like I did at my lunch special. That was really good. That pasta yeah. salad was really good. Thank and you. That's, yeah. I don't even normally like pasta salad and that shit was great. Oh, wow. I'm really, really pulling out all the stops here for yeah. you. What's <laughs> hell? Yeah. Now, yeah. how, uh, when it comes to like, you know, people who are like curious about like getting into barbecuing and smoking, but maybe they don't, you know, they're not comfortable yet going all out and making their own sauces and rubs and stuff like that. Do you have any particular store brand barbecue sauces or store brand rubs that you recommend? I used Stubbs for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Stubbs was my go-to barbecue sauce. Um, when it comes to like commercial rubs, Famous Dave's Rib Rub, you can't really go wrong with that. It's pretty much good on any pork or chicken. Um, there's this one rub that I actually really like called, I can't remember, it's like Blend is the brand name or something, but it's like mm. an espresso rub. And I oh, use it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I use that on beef a lot when I'm kind of, I don't want to make, excuse me, make a rub. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, I really like that. I like the way that the bark turns out with that. Yeah, because it like really gets dark and crispy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that shit is good. I love cooking with coffee when you can. It's mm-hmm. pretty great. Nice. Yeah, I actually um, I'm kind of still experimenting with it, but I'm working on like a a, a coffee cocoa rub Ooh, for beef. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's. I'll suck your dick right I, now. I uh, <laughs> I uh, me first. Yeah. <laughs> still have to do a little tweaking before I serve it to other people, but I'm really liking in the direction it's heading. So mm. you know, oh, it's yeah. all just kind of trial and error in that aspect. Yeah, that's. I feel like a lot of people don't don't realize that. You know, not everyone will come away with this, like, you know, hitting home runs right out of the gate. Like, you're going to fail at some point with some stuff. And, oh, you, yeah. you know, you try and you try it again and try it again until you get it right, you mm-hmm. know? You have to be, like, willing to fail, though. Yeah. That's that's the big hurdle for a lot of people. A lot of people don't want to fail. Yeah. Well, I guess and if, you know, if there is anyone listening who does kind of want to barbecue but is kind of hesitant, like, I don't know, like, blah, 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 just... Yeah, give it a shot because honestly, like not to discredit myself or anything, but it's kind of really easy in a, I don't know, as long as you can, if you can just follow a recipe, dude, like you can smoke, just keep the temperature where it needs to be and keep an eye on it. And like, it's just like following any other recipe in that aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's where it's, it's, it's temperature is keeping a good, solid, consistent temperature is like the hard part for, for a lot of it. Sure. And even with that, like I, it, as long as I stay between like 225 and 275, it can jump all over the place in like 
I seem to have fine results. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one to like just try to dial it in like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, oh, I want to run 275 all day. Like, I, I don't care if it runs between 225, 275, as long as it's not really even like if I can keep it at 300. Honestly, like the first time I did a brisket, actually, my uh, smoker, it for some reason wanted to run around 300 that day. And I was like, mm. well, I guess we're running 300 and yeah. that shit turned out awesome. So yeah. it's just kind of all how you keep an eye on it and make sure you're keeping it moist and. Yeah, pork belly is keeping me moist. <laughs> I'm here for it. Wow, jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right, now we have a, a standard set of questions that every guest gets subjected to, sure. subjugated to. I don't know what the word you, is. You've probably heard them. Yeah, I think I point. have a feeling on a few things that are yeah. coming. Okay. All right, Bernard, start it off. You ever shit your pants? And if so, you want to tell us about it? Um. Okay. So I just want to start by saying, <laughs> so like, when I started story. listening to you guys, like. I just immediately identified with you because like <laughs> I am out of my front group. I'm the guy who shits his pants all the time. Yeah. And I have shit my pants more in my adulthood than I ever did my adolescence. Like one time it was like winter time and I like got home from work and I had to shit so bad. And like, I was trying to get into the house. So, you know, I was going to be the only one home and the lock was frozen and I shit my pants right there on the deck. Because I couldn't get in. Yeah. I was at work one time and I may have had like a little too much to drink the night before. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I was doing like some groundwork around like some foundations and I bent over and I pooped myself. I pooped myself on the 4th of July, like outside of a McDonald's once. Shout out to America. Um, this is why my wife's like working on homework in the next room. This is why I gave her my headphones. She's not going to want to listen to a bunch of grown men yeah. talk about shit. So actually when I pooped my pants at the McDonald's, like I like went back in and like, you know, so like I sat down on the toilet in the restroom and I like obviously finished. And then like, you know, I was out in like downtown Ortonville watching the fireworks and I was like, fuck, man, like, I don't really want to go commando. So I like, you know, just pulled up my britches and then I like was like washing my underwear like in the sink. And then I like had like the hand dryer going. Mm-hmm. It was like drying out my underwear and this guy like walked in and gave me like a really weird look. And I was like, dude, just mind your own business, okay? Like, we're I'm just in the bath- man living my life to the best dude, of my ability. Exactly. Like, dude, we're literally in a McDonald's bathroom. Like, what do you expect you're about to walk into? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, bro, this isn't my proudest moment. No. Like, come no, on. No, I'm in a McDonald's bathroom. I just shit myself. Like, well, I think this is my rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, I was with uh, my girlfriend this morning, and we were in Ann Arbor getting breakfast. And I was telling her, like, yeah, the last time I was at that 7-Eleven right there, I almost shit myself in there. <laughs> I, was, I thought I was going to have to shit in a parking garage. She was like, you wouldn't be the first one to do that. <laughs> Honestly, though. You know, it's just how it's just how life is, you know? Yep. Yeah, you man. either shit yourself or the shit shits you. That's, yeah, you're either shit in your pants or life is shitting on you, you know? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. How do you like your two. steaks? Uh, medium rare, more towards the rare side. Okay, all right. Man of culture. Yeah. Andre, okay, you want to ask so. him the, the important Tim question? Mm. So if you go to someone's house and they have bought expensive cuts of steak, really mm. nice cuts, you know, and they, they grilled them for you right to a perfect medium rare, rare temperature like you asked them to. Do you douse it in sauce? Even if it's homemade sauce? 
I think that you at least need to try the steak without the sauce first. See, Tim, this is what we're saying. We've said it for years no, now. You need to at least try the steak <laughs> because you don't know what they seasoned it with. You don't know, you know, like it. Like when I cook a steak, I like do a reverse sear and hit it with smoke first. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then I sear it and then finish it indirect. And it's like, you know, you don't God, know you if they really did that. You really do watch like, your dick suck, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, yeah, I can cook you guys steaks sometimes too. <laughs> Jesus. You are just talking. You are like, man, getting Andre's nipples hard. <laughs> oh, my, that's my eye. <laughs> Hell yeah, though. Oh, man, a good steak. Yeah, really I was never a big fan of steak growing up, but like as I get older, I appreciate steak. You know, I guess that's my thing is like steak isn't I wouldn't say it's my favorite food. Like I don't eat a lot of steak, but like when I'm in the mood for steak, I will not rest until I get a good steak is yeah. like how I am. Hmm. How do you feel about pork chops? Pork chops are pretty good. I love a good pork chop. Yeah, yeah, pork chops are pretty good. A good bone-in pork chop. Yeah, it's smothered in gravy. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> I, I'm a big old Midwest boy, though. Yeah, no, like, I feel that. Yeah, nice uh, Salisbury steak, something like that. Yeah, okay. Hell yeah! No, man. I could fuck with that. Yeah, Andre, what's the last question? So, if you were on stuck on a on a desert island, right, and it was you and your significant other, mm-hmm. and it came down to it. You had to eat one of you had to eat one of you, one of you, you know, would you would you eat, you know, your significant other to stay alive? So, like, I wouldn't kill her to, you know, to. but as soon as she dies, like, I'm going to spatchcock her and cook her on the ground like a whole <laughs> hog like they do in Hawaii, dude. I am breaking <laughs> like, your I, chest cavity open. Dude, yeah. Legit, yeah. She's getting cooked on the ground like a whole hog, dude. Like, I am going <laughs> to feast on that. So for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, once they die, you it's like you got minutes before that shit starts going bad. I, so. We can make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Come to start like trying to break her chest cavity open to like yeah. spatchcock her, and she's like, "Wait, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still yeah. Not long. Yeah. We're on a sandals. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be yeah. horrible. That would haunt me for life. <laughs> like this isn't even. We're at like Bluebell. We're not. Oh my even, God, yeah, this is so, Bell Isle. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Shout to Bell Isle. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. This has been a fun show with you. Thanks. Really appreciate you doing this for us, man. We've been wanting to do it for a while. Yeah, no, I'm about it, boys. Yeah, I was excited when you guys hit me up. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. This is... Now, before we go or do anything else, I do want to touch on, you know, your kind of colored past with food. Because you you have had a lot of crazy food back in your day. Yes. With what you've done before. So I'm curious about about that. Like, diving into that. What's the most, like... Because what was it that you used to do where you traveled a lot? Uh, I actually, so I work at a steel fabrication shop and we like fabricate all our own stuff and then we go and do the installs too. And so like right out of high school from like 18 to around 21, 22, I was actually traveling doing the installs. Mm -hmm. And so I got to do work in like 28 states in like four years, Mm. give or take. And like I was telling you guys earlier, I ate a lot of good food and I ate a lot of really shitty food. Yeah. Um, you know, just with only having a microwave to cook with. Yeah. And stuff like that. You gotta get really fucking creative. Hmm. You know. Um, I mean, eating it out like out of a microwave, I I found that like I would use like ramen noodles pretty much as the basis of anything. Yeah. Uh poor man's spaghetti was a big one where, you know, you just kinda cook the ramen noodles and then drain the water and then dump some spaghetti sauce on it and then 
you know, you got crackers, you can crush that up into it or whatever. Or, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I got to eat a lot of really cool places too. Like there's this chain out West, like it's a smaller chain. I think there's only like eight of them and it's like regional. They're called, if I'm not mistaken, it's called Sanford's. Mm. And like you walk in there and they have this menu of burgers. They have like 20 different burgers you can have. And I remember too, like I would go back to that restaurant. Um, I got this burger called the Bourbonator. And if I'm not Ooh. mistaken, it was like, you know, patty, but then it had like cream cheese on it and like a thick like slice of like like Christmas ham. And then like this like bourbon sauce all over it, man. Oh man, that Ooh. shit was so good. Um when I was in Texas, I ate at this like little hole in the wall place. We were in uh Midland, Texas, where actually uh George W. Bush has his ranch. Hmm. And um Old George W. Yeah. Shout out to George W. Bush. <laughs> so we went to this like really authentic Mexican place where like, like, I mean, we were just three white dudes. We just got off work and, you know, we walked in and it was like those old, like those old Western movies where like the stranger walks in and they mm. open the door and then like the music stops and everyone <laughs> stares at you like, that was us, dude. We were just like, oh shit, like maybe not, you know, but I like, I don't even know what I ordered. It was like this plate. Of like just this slop and like a tortilla shell, man. Because like uh, it was like kind of like at those Chinese restaurants where you go in and like it's just like all the old like faded pictures. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was like that, and I just like I want that, you know, because it was all in Spanish, so I couldn't read it. And it was, dude, that was one of the best things I've ever eaten in my entire <laughs> life, dude. Um, do you ever learn any like crazy like fast food hacks or or anything that you you found that like you're like man, no one else really does that. <sighs> Not particularly. I got. I've uh, eaten at Whataburger though. And I was just about to ask you, dude. About that shit is so good, dude. Oh Whataburger God. is awesome. I was halfway waiting for you to be like, yeah, we waited. We went to this like you know small place in Texas. There's only one of them. I think it's called Whataburger. You know, just oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there's a small chain out west. I don't know what it's called. I think it's In and Out. You know, no, I haven't eaten Sunny Vega. Yeah, from I that's been... always Sunny podcast. Andre <laughs> comparing yeah. the two. Shout out to Sunny vega no i haven't went out that far west like uh farthest west i've went is like colorado and wyoming um but no i wouldn't mind trying some fucking in and out man what was your whataburger order it was like this chicken tender this like chicken tender sandwich on like uh uh texas toast with like barbecue sauce and shit and it Mm. was fucking good but like their burgers and shit are good too i I haven't i had i've eaten quite a bit of whataburger and it's all really good yeah shout out to whataburger shout out to it's always sunny podcast available on spotify and other platforms (laughs) (laughs) he makes me laugh yeah man so what's like your least favorite food oh man oh um so I actually have like a couple things. I'm just going to kind of lump all these things together because they're things I all kind of equally hate. It's food and just other things that really gross me out. So like hard boiled eggs. Don't like that. Yeah, um, Spray cheese in a can. I didn't even finish the goofy movie because of the leaning tower and cheese. <laughs> Fuck that. That's just so gross, dude. I also am really grossed out by dog food. We're pretty much any pet food. And then like when shit gets fucked up with your eyeball. Um, (laughs) like that's just like it's so queasy to me dude like i really don't like that at all um those are like four things that really gross me out so i would yeah like hard-boiled eggs and spray cheese and if you like made a lasagna with that i'd probably die oh man i I see the spray cheese for me i don't hate it 
but it's mostly because I, I like it on like Philly cheesesteaks. Sure, I might give that a shot, but like, which, I mean, maybe I have eaten that. And I don't even know because I've maybe. gotten Philly cheesesteaks from PA when I was in PA before and they were fucking good. Maybe that was a secret yeah. ingredient that now I just have to go jump off of the bridge because I know I ate it. Yeah. About getting a Philly from um, Philly. Is that like it's like going to a Waffle House? If the guy cooking isn't outside smoking a cigarette before you go with his apron on, mind you, yeah, if he isn't outside smoking a cigarette before he makes your food, then it's probably gonna be a hit or miss. No, yeah, or if you like get like you know like the brown paper bags they give it to you, and yeah. if you can't see through it, like just don't even eat it. That's yeah, how yeah. that's you know the one saying? we went to in Philly was. There was like it was like the corner of a building. You know, you walk through an order. They don't have a formal dining area. It's just like another area with a couple benches sure and like you don't go in anywhere it's like a like you just walk through the place basically oh. yeah so it's like all uh, almost like outside Whoa. yeah and like it well man that shit was so good man, it was so shut up wow. yeah and it was like it was reasonably cheap compared to the place that we had went to just before it okay and it was like man that shit was greasy and disgusting and great oh that sound good. <laughs> I had the worst stomach ache that night. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. Damn, shout out to Philly. Yeah, I want to go back. Yeah, we should go back. Yeah, I, w- I would love to travel out west more and, like, see more of what- what's popping out there. Andre, Philly is, like, to the east. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm saying, oh, okay. like, you know, because Adam was talking about the west. I want to go see more of the west. I mean, it's kind of... I, I, was, I was making a joke, Andre. Damn. God. Fuck. I mean, you just, like, it's, like, really pretty and stuff like that. And, like, really, you know, I mean, you used to get in, like, Kansas and stuff like that. And it's, mm-hmm. like, you know, all flat prairies and it's really pretty. And then, you know, you kind of get through the mountains in, like, Colorado, Wyoming. And then once you get past that point, like... It's like someone just like took all those prairies, but just like fucking graded them up because it's just all <laughs> dirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, no, out west is super cool. I would I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah, like going in the mountains and shit like that. Man, mm. that shit is a lot of fun. Yeah, you ever been to Tennessee? Yes, Tennessee is really nice. Mm-hmm. I went uh, late last year for the first time. I was like, man, I could stay here. Okay, I we're, we're about here. We're um, about. We went to um. Dollywood. Okay. So that was in um Pigeon Forge. Okay. Yeah, so like just, you know, it was like almost 9 hour drive there. Sure, it's just, not a bad drive, man. Dude, I could honestly live in Tennessee. The only thing keeping me here is Andre and that sweet <laughs> sweet bald head. Well, wow, look at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a good fucking look. <laughs> But yeah, man, this has been a really good episode. I'm glad we finally got you on the show. It's been yeah. too long. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, yeah. should I appreciate? It's cool, right, dude. We appreciate and, uh, you. Yeah, you guys, you guys always got a uh, got a spot in my kitchen anytime if you guys want to come get fed. Yeah, yeah, before we let you go, you got anything you want to plug or? Yeah, where can the folks find you at? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at the Meat Plug. Um, I think there's actually like a German butcher shop called that as well. After I made it, I looked it up. I was like, oh, I'm not the only one. Well, this is. This is fucking lame. Yeah. So, <laughs> I might have to uh, give them a cease and desist order pretty soon here. Hey, guys, could you please fuck off? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook. And uh, if you need a meme plug, you can add me at Adam Corber. So, <laughs> nice. There's that. So, this summer, are you going to try to get out there and um, try to do some catering? Or are you going to try to do, like, pop-ups? Like, what's the plan? Uh, I'm kind of just, forward? I'm thinking I'm just going to try to be slinging some cue out of the garage. Mm-hmm. Like I did on Halloween. I'm going to try, once the weather breaks, I'm going to try to do that big time. Okay. Um, so, and I'll try to keep it, you know, 
around the same portions in the same same price range mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking. Um, and I mean, maybe some catering. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Right now, I'm just trying to get my food into people's mouths. Okay, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah that's you know. Fair. So fair enough. That's a that's yeah. a good strategy. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at now. Yeah, man. I, I, your food's good. It should be in people's mouths. Thank you. Well, yeah, that meat candy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what. Tell you what. Um, who made the pickles? Cause I'm not a big pickle guy, but those pickles like paired very well with your, with your uh, barbecue. My girlfriend's uncle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he he did a really good job on those pickles. They. They were like better than some store brands. Dude, I know. And I like that they were like the big chunks. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you don't have to commit to a whole ass fucking pickle, but like, you know, cause I really like pickles and that's the thing is like, yeah, I either have to commit to like a whole one or like, I got to eat like, you know, 20 slices. Yeah. You know, like the little thin guys. So it's mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's just a good little snack. Yeah. If he's like pickling peppers. Tell him I'll buy some because I love pickled peppers. Okay, I can I can probably yeah, yeah, I can probably get you, get yeah, you in on there. Yeah, the pickle plug too. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you see that pickle plug. Oh, gee, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, you got anything else to add before we uh, skedaddle? Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm good to go. I'm, I'm like to... food coma almost. Uh, you got the itis over there. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, man, like I said, this has been a fun episode. I'm glad we finally got to do it. Yeah, I had fun with you guys, man. Yeah, this, this was a lot of fun, man. Can't wait to to listen back to this one. I'm sure it's going to be a good one. Yeah, that, I'm here for it. Dude, I, I'm telling you, though, that, that root beer uh, barbecue sauce was a, is money. I'll get you some. I that, promise. That's, dude, that's money right there. That's yeah. some good stuff. But on that note, I, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. I've been Bernard. I've been Andre. I've been Adam. Stay sketchy. <laughs>